Welcome back, everyone, to the Web3 Weekly Podcast, the most relatable and reliable crypto, NFT, and technology podcast in the nation. In today's episode, I am blessed to be joined by Charles from NFT Engravers, where NFTs just got real. NFT Engravers is a custom NFT laser cutting studio that can make one-to-one physical copies of your NFT. The goal of today's episode is to learn all about Charles and the details behind NFT Engravers. So with that out of the way, what's up, Charles? Welcome to Web3 Weekly. Hey, thanks a lot, Michael. And uh, wow, what an introduction. Thank you. I'm glad to share the floor with you. Yeah, well, uh, they always say if, if you're not if you're not starting off with a bang, you're uh, not going to keep retention. So <laughs> I always try to make people a little bit happy. I always try to get a, a basic understanding of the kind of uh, either project or artist I'm having on, just so everyone can kind of get excited about learning more about you. And I think awesome. I uh, and I, I I made myself excited with that intro. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of just want to get started. I always talk about like trying to figure out more about the person I'm interviewing, trying to understand who they are. But the more and more I do this, it's like the best person to explain who you are is you. Mm-hmm. So do you mind to just give the audience kind of a brief introduction of who is Charles? Hey, uh, what's up, audience? Uh, thanks everyone for being in here. Um, the the four of you that are in here. Um, try to uh, make this as a um, super informative and you know I'll try to talk about a lot and uh, so without further ado yeah my name is Charles uh, I graduated with my master's in architecture from uh, King University in New Jersey uh, I've been always into art and drawing and making things um, ever since like an early age and um, I currently I'm a laser cutting specialist for NFT engravers and uh, I'm the founder of NFT engravers where we bring NFTs to life and uh, we've been on this journey for about four or five months now and um, it's, it's been a trip to say the least um, I learned how to use a laser cutter in my uh, my practice in architecture in a firm in New York City and I learned how to operate and um, com- learn how to operate and communicate with a laser cutter and 3d printers so um, from with that knowledge I actually wanted to um, build my own laser cutter so with one of the projects in uh, my grad school uh, it was a project called Master Remediation, and it was a project based on uh, looking looking at remediation in a l- new lens. And uh, that project actually was a rewarded um, a prize. And with the money that I earned from that project, I built my own laser cutter. And uh, yeah, f- once I built my own laser cutter, I started just making like custom stuff, like custom signs, and all kinds of different projects for like my local community, my friends, and uh, you know, just all kinds of you know different projects and ever since there i just you know accumulated uh, some good profits from that from that um different time uh from from that time of laser cutting and then i just built i just actually bought my uh, bought a new and bigger laser cutter and um yeah now we're now i got my little shed and i just got my little workshop and pretty much yeah that's it <laughs> that's awesome it's cool to see that you're taking your side business and you're kind of gradually creating it into uh, something big. Like you're you're taking off the wins that you've taken and you're reinvesting it back into your business just because you believe uh, in the future and you're kind of betting on yourself. I love that. Yeah, it's been tough. I would say like as starting up as a new business, you know, we 
going up and going through the like the, the bumps of starting up a new business it's it's been interesting um just trying to like figure out all the logistics of how to get everything running you know just from figuring out the prices of what we should you know price our products from how to sh handle shipping uh epoxying you know there's lots of um lots of things to take into factor you know it can, it can go wrong like a piece that we just hand painted once you know after like two months of hand painting you know we got to get that that epoxy in right and if the epoxy is not right there goes that project yeah exactly and i think it's um it's even more admirable to see a small business kind of take this on just because I know with laser printing, like I, I personally don't laser print, but I know they're very expensive to maintain. And if something does go wrong, it's it can kind of it all falls on you. Like you don't have a boss to go to and tell them. You don't have like a corporate funding to uh, kind of fix these problems. Yeah. It's all coming out of your pocket, man. I, I really, I really, uh, it's very admirable. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Yeah, we, we've been doing a better job <laughs> um, with each, you know, with each new um order so we're always learning new things and uh yeah so um, the way we break it down it's it's pretty simple the process you know usually it starts with the client and you know the uh, the client would want to bring their nft to life and we offer hand painting and uh printing services the printing would be the more cheaper route and then if you want to get a hand painted we work with a team of artists uh, mainly composed of women uh talented women artists around around the area in new jersey and uh, yeah you know people the people for the people who would prefer you know a hand-painted product we can get that hand-painted for you and uh yeah and then also we can also touch it up with a epoxy service and also if you know if you're really like a serious collector we can get it you know we work with the uh a local framer at a in menlo park mall and he can get a custom shadow box frame and then you know there's lots of custom lots of lots of ways to customize your nft and bring it to life yeah, man, that's awesome. I think the, I think the, also the diversity of what you can kind of bring to the table will want more and more people to be interested in kind of your products. But can you talk about some of the early days with NFT engravers? Like, what are some big mistakes you made that you learned from, and just everything like that? Oh, uh, so I would say the the one of the biggest mistakes that we we uh, started off early on was you know working with a certain type of people. You know the the type of people that really don't have your best interests in mind you know they can really derail you off your tracks and we had a uh, business partner kind of um you know he was just uh, looking out for himself and he really needed a head start so um he kind of just really you know ran off with our idea and uh did his own thing but you know we kind of looked past that you know let that in the past and we just you know continued to continue to move on as nft engravers and from there is really just like i felt like our biggest um kind of uh, uphill climb was really just trying to get out into the space and really just try to uh, communicate what we do and uh growing from there it's just been you know just it, it's been early on struggle but we've we've learned you know all with the, with the new processes now we're able to post more content and uh just talk about more what we do so it's really um yeah i feel like we're in a pretty good spot right now but the only thing is really just like you know we're in a bear market and uh, people are kind of just holding on to their money so it's really just you know it's really just trying to trying to find new ways to innovate and uh, just yeah. grow yeah 
I think that's really important, especially with what you're doing. It's not, you could say it's not technically tied to the price of NFT just because you're making a physical product. Right. But just being in the bear market in general, people are less kind of open with their wallet. People are choosing um, what they're going to spend their money on more tightly and they're trying to make a better decision. So right. I think definitely, with, especially with what you do, if you can show people you can make this amazing art during a bear market, it will prove to be very, very good for you in the future when prices do start going up and this space starts to expand even more. Exactly, I agree. I and mean, right now is the time to grow and you know to to actually showcase the work and make new connections and collaborations. I think I mean the beauty of just like being in this whole new Web three space. Yeah, I'm actually brand new to Twitter. I've only been on Twitter for like five months now. So, so just like. I feel like it's almost like this new revolution uh, where people are trying to, you know, just grow themselves. And um, we made lots of interesting connections too. When we when we were out in NFT NYC, you know, I, I met so many different people. And one of the one of the people that I met was uh, Ian from Freckle Trivia. And you know, it just it's so it's so empowering hearing about um, other people's projects and. He told me that like he runs like a weekly trivia and they do actually they do free giveaways. That would have been he like you know doing a collaboration with them, and uh, yeah, he was stoked from the moment on. You know, he he was happy to have us on board. And for those of you who want to play, uh, you know, who love trivias, uh, trivia games, each week they do a a, a different uh, a different uh, category. So this this week's category is like all about food. And if you know if you know all about food, you just join in and you can just answer five, the daily five questions, and you can win prizes from from the our NFT engravings, or they have a bunch of like other toys, merch. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. I think it's always important to uh, constantly be collaborative in this space. And if you're not mm-hmm. if you're not building, you're dying. I think that's a I'm going to start the truth. Guys, so it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it also just inspires new projects, you know, just with the different collaborations. And uh, I think people always love free stuff, too, (laughs) you know, as long as they, you know, especially if they're working for it, too. Especially, I think it it makes a real community if people start showing up every day uh, Mm -hmm. again and again, trying to win something free. It kind of almost becomes not really a habit, but just something they like doing every now and then. Yeah, exactly. Because there is a small type or small little hint of, oh, I might win, but even if I'm not going to, I'm still going to have some cool entertainment and chill with some cool. Oh, yeah. No, without a doubt. Definitely hit hit the nail on the head. Yeah. But, um,. Let's kind of talk about some the process of NFT engraving and stuff like that. So, say I had NFT, and I don't know, I'll use a random NFT. Let's say I had a special K uh, NFT that I wanted oh, yeah. to get engraved. What's the process like for me? Uh, like, I'll say I'll already own the NFT. What's the process of getting in contact with you and then ending up with a physical rendition of that NFT? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so right now we only we're pretty much just doing commissions through the DM. Uh, we actually have a website in currently in the making. Uh, you can come come visit our website at www.nftengraversusa.com. Check it out. Um, we're gonna be live with the website in like probably I'd say like in a month. It's just been like it's kind of just been a project in itself, just trying to get it right and as professional as looking. Um, but 
when that's up, you can go through the website and pretty much how it works is there's going to be um, original NFT and the custom NFT page. Uh, for you, since you own the NFT, you would go to the original NFT page. And then from there, you pretty much would just plug in your your uh, your wallet address and, you know, the file for your your NFT. And you said you wanted the, um, was it the, the toke? The, uh, the, what, what did you call it? I'm sorry? Yeah, uh, the, the special K NFT. They're special K. Yet, okay. Okay, so um, you wanted your special K NFT to to be brought to life. Um, I don't know if it is like a, is it a still still shot still shot JPEG yeah, or is uh, it a GIF? It's, it's, it's just a JPEG. Yeah. Okay, uh, so typically what what we do once you process your order, you know you'll select your size. We have four standard sizes. Um, if you want it, if you want it hand painted, if you wanted a high quality matte print or uh, gloss print, you know you'd have to choose that on your end and. Um, then also, if you would want it epoxied or non epoxied, and then there's also the option to get it custom framed or non custom or not custom framed. And you know, the price all varies on all those additional um, add ons. But let's say you just wanted, uh, I don't know, our second option or the second or the, what is it, the uh, second smallest size, the 19 by 19, um, you pretty much would just select that. Then you plug in your link to the open, uh, the link to the NFT on OpenSea. I'm assuming maybe if whatever marketplace it's on, um, and then from there, um, yeah, you choose all the other add-ons, and then pretty much the order, the order will be processed. We'll check it out, and then how the way we bring it, the way I bring it to life. I'll usually take the main subject of the NFT. Uh, I don't know what the special. It, it hasn't been revealed yet. You said right. Yes, you're right. Okay, so let's just say it's like, um, I don't know, magical mystical bong from like Northwoods, uh, I don't know, Kentucky, whatever. And uh, we'll, I'll, I'll pretty much, I'll make the CAD drawing, I'll vectorize it, um, and then that information, and then I'll pretty much create the, um, the two different layers, uh, which composes the final NFTE product. So what the NFTE product is... Uh, with the laser engraving, it's it's um, two eighth inch thick pieces of birch plywood, and so there's a background and the foreground, and it glue it together. You have a essentially a 3D piece of art. The foreground's you know it's sticking above the background, and it gives it a pop out effect. So let's say you're like the the main artwork is a bong. I don't know, like the colorful bong with like swirly ribs on the outside. You know, I'll I'll draw out the um, I'll draw out the uh, the form you know the the uh, the contour of the uh, the drawing and then there's the border and then then i'll draw the background on a, on a, like a separate drawing i'll send that information to the laser cutter and then just cut it out of wood and uh depending on if you want it hand painted or printed on wood we'll um we'll have to you know just go about that you know how you would want it but let's say you want it hand painted we'll just give it to one of our artists and then you know, it, depending on the complexity and the uh, and all the details of a painting, it, it could vary from like a week to a month. You know, but you're gonna get it hand painted, and it's gonna you know it's gonna be touched up really nice. But if you wanted, uh, yeah, and if you wanted a print, you know, we'll just we'll actually I won't cut it out. I'll just cut out the square, and then I'll go to my uh, local uh, one of my. <laughs> the guy who runs the frame store and he has actually a heat press and a really nice printer and i do all the photoshopping and then i have it 
pretty much pr I have it heat pressed on the, the piece of wood and then I bring it back to the, um, the lab with the laser cutter and then I pretty much line it up and then just cut it out and then just glue it together you know and then if you wanted epoxy we get an epoxy and I think with the epoxy it looks beautiful it gives it that popping effect and it's pretty that it's, it's pretty simple and then we just send it out yeah. you know that's awesome man that's like that's a pure small business I love kind of one to one to uh, kind of work with you if that makes sense like we're here you're constantly in contact with them so it's awesome uh -huh. yeah for sure for sure because Especially, like, if you wanted, like, a custom frame, like, you can get into, like, some pretty cool um, customizable options. Like, for instance, you know, you can choose your color of frame. You can choose a glossy matte. You can choose, you can have the, the frame be hand-painted to match, you know, the color scheme of your art. And then there's also the option you can create a custom spacer. I don't know if you're familiar with shadow boxes, but what a shadow box is, it creates, um, like, a space within the frame to contain your art which you know if you really love your your art piece and you want to preserve it you know you put it in a shadow box and and it's that's really like the ultimate like gallery statement and then with the custom spacers you can you know you can have let's say to match your um what is that nft called it was triple is a i can't forget special k i was about to say triple k so with your special k nft i don't know Let's say you can put like, you know, clouds of smoke with like, you you know, like with the saying toke up or something on the side of the custom spacer, you know, just to tie it all together. And it, it would just look like a, like, you know, it's a beautiful art piece. Yeah, that's about that's it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I love, I love the I think it's very smooth. I think it's very original. But um, like I think if anyone has a precious NFT, they should definitely go through uh, NFT engravers and get that done. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm gonna actually pin up one of the. Um, I don't know if I have it pinned up. Uh, we did a fishy fan piece and a dead fellas piece with the custom spacers. You kind of can check it out. Like that was like that was, that's like the. Um, the the cream you know the cream of the crop like the best of the best you know that we offer yeah let's see yeah i just posted it up oh perfect perfect but um kind you you want to talk about the uh the future for nft engravers what does that look like what are you all kind of working on all looking to expand as well yeah that's a really good question uh so for myself as like a trained architect, I, I really want to dip into uh, like the web, that the um, like the metaverse, and you know, I want to create a a actual like virtual gallery, which actually shows our process. You know, you can walk around, you can see me, like I don't know, I guess an avatar of me sitting at the computer doing work or on the laser cutter bringing something to life, or something like that along the lines. You know, people can come actually, you know, put on some goggles and actually visit our virtual workshop and then they can place the order right there which i think that's going to be like that that would be like the um kind of the bridge in the web 2 to web 3 um aspect for us and then i guess for myself i just want to keep on growing and you know just start just keep on being consistent with them um, uh, bringing beautiful work you know to life and to customers and making customers happy yeah, you know, and being able to celebrate um, the NFTs, <clears throat> and then for my for my coworkers, I mean, my so my twin brother Jatin's also he's like the co-founder with me and his girlfriend Koshal. So 
her she coastal she's she's just getting into coding and she's learning how to code so hopefully that brings some innovation to our brand um for jonathan yeah he's just he's he's what is jonathan gonna learn i don't know he's gonna definitely grow though you know he loves buying nfts and he loves you know he's definitely a great energy you know just to have around and yeah, yeah. just gonna just gonna grow I think it's always important to keep building, keep improving. Um, there's always something that can be better. And uh, just talking about getting better and improving, what's your what's your true dream? What, like, where do you see yourself in five years? If you could kind of just, if you had a crystal ball and you could just make anything happen, where do you see yourself in a couple of years? See, <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. So for me, if it wasn't... Um, you know, I, w- I would still be in the architecture field. I was I was working in the the city for a pretty well known firm, and it was like one of my you know best best times working. You know, I enjoyed working in the firm, and everyone was very nice. Um, learned a lot every day, and so like being in an environment like that, up you know, if if this bear market you know it doesn't really help, like um, I guess crumble. You know, I'll probably get back into architecture for a little while. You know, do these do NFT engravings on the side and then just start getting some uh, some steady income, you know, just from architecture. But I love love for this, you know, I love for this brand. I would, I would love to be just like my own boss and being being successful and uh, just working with great people, you know, people that really inspire me and energize me to keep on doing what I love. That's awesome, man. I love to hear that. I love to hear some organic and kind of real uh, kind of pride behind someone's business, whether that be a collection, just a business just like yours, uh, just someone doing art. It's always cool to see true pride. And so I, I'd like to be realistic as well. Like you might have to go back to yeah, a full-time job just because uh, the money isn't here right now. And that's yeah, completely understandable. For sure. But um. But it's good because we have the uh, we have the foundation for NFT engravers all settled right now, so it's kind of like it can be autonomous. It can just you know do its own thing. It just grow without us you know having to like force it onto people. And exactly, then, and you already have the infrastructure in place to where if you needed to, you could do stuff more than just NFTs. You'd be able to that's true. Do people's art. You want it, not everything has to be an NFT, and you can still uh, kind of support yourself there. But yeah, that's true. I, I can really touch the uh, touch up on that option as well. Like on our website, we offer the custom NFT page where people can actually submit like artwork that they have, you know, that they weren't ever ever able to bring to life. Let's say it's like a digital drawing, and you know, we can bring that to life for you, and then also mint it for you, so you have you know best of both worlds. And we also want to provide that kind of it's kind of a new service. I haven't really seen it around in the in the space, but yeah, yeah. But um, I do have one more question for you. I really appreciate you coming on today and kind of giving me your time to learn more about your project. But before that, I would like you to kind of go ahead and let the audience know where they can find your social medias, where they can support you, and where they can even kind of get their own NFT and great. Okay, uh, yeah, so we, we I have my link tree on uh, Twitter. You all the social media linked down there uh you can find us at uh nft engravers on twitter i'm pretty sure uh nft engravers.eth or nft engravers and then we're also uh, nft engravers on instagram um that's really it we don't really post on much else i mean you can always just check the link tree too on our um 
on our bio or our biography or yeah or, <laughs> or the, yeah a little about me on twitter where we have everything um logged up or you can That's just come to new jersey you know come to new jersey central jersey and come you know come hang out with us <laughs> i think uh that's definitely a possibility as well, man. There's uh, many, oh, yeah. many different ways to uh, uh, just support people in this space as well as physical, digital, and uh, anyone can kind of get anything done in this space. But the last question I do have for you, and I really appreciate you coming on, is that I ask this to every person that comes on the podcast, and that is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why would you want it? Hmm. I don't know if I could have any superpower. That's too hard for me to to, to answer. I think I would. Huh, I guess the ability to go back into time. I don't know. Go back into time and like fix things. You know. I guess you know if you ever had a mis- mistake and you just wanted to fix something, or just going back into time and just to see like you know the world around you and how culture was formed and how people interacted. You know, in time before now, or even just like looking into the future. I don't know. Maybe that's not even. That's not a good superpower. I don't know. Maybe it's just like flying. I don't know. It's... Maybe actually, I would have the ability to hmm, be able to like make anything. I don't know. That's like my dream. Like you know, I, I like just like think of something and just like watch it come to life. Like just to like think of something and just bam, like like with three D printers and laser cutters. But you know, just like without the the expensive equipment <laughs> just being able to create anything you put your mind to pretty much yeah exactly i don't know, like just it just like pops out of thin air or something you know and just like wow like some sweet just came to life but i guess that's a cool ability no that's awesome or maybe that's just awesome. to like yeah, yeah. swim super fast or stay underwater and explore <laughs> atlantis for like i don't know yeah that's how awesome. about you does anyone ask you that question Sorry. How about you? What, what would be your superpower? Yeah, I've, I've actually never gotten this question, but um. <laughs> I see you're wrestling. I see you're a young wrestler. I seen some of your photos, so you know maybe it's like a super strength or like Super Hulk. Um, honestly, if I did have a superpower, it would probably be to either I'd probably go something basic like flying, just because I hate sitting in traffic, but also. <laughs> I think, like, I'm a big Star Wars fan, so pretty much having the Force, like, I'd be, I'd love that. Oh, there if you I, go, just, I, like, move things. If I was things. just a Jedi, that'd be my super power. <laughs> May the Force be with you. Hey, with you as well. But, uh, thank, <laughs> thank you so you. much for coming on. I really appreciate it. If, if anyone would like to uh, support Charles and his business, go ahead and give him a follow on at, at NFT Engravers, as well as uh, go check out his business and his website. And if you want to support the podcast, you can do that by either sharing the episode with a friend. You can follow the podcast. It's at Web3 Weekly Pod. It's on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and TikTok, so go give us a follow there. Um, and then just leave five stars if you found this podcast uh, interesting. And also, come check us out on Twitter. I mean, we're recording this space on Twitter right now, and we're always looking to do more. So feel free to uh, contact me if you're interested in maybe a potential interview. So that's going to be it for today from Web3 Weekly. 
And um, yeah, guys, I just appreciate everyone tuning in. I appreciate appreciate everyone stopping by, whether you're listening live on Twitter or uh, on Spotify or anything like that. So, Charles, thank you again, and I would just uh, just live long and prosper, man. Have a good one. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot, Michael.